Hey kids, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Booze. I'm Jax and thanks for tuning in. Tonight I'm keeping it simple uh, with drinking and uh, there ain't no law when you're drinking the claws, is that what the kids say? So yeah, I'm drinking a nice uh, raspberry white claw, drinking a couple of these today already, but it's Tuesday so that's all right. <laughs> all right, so let's begin. First, we're going to start out this amazing episode <laughs> of just saying that, yeah, I did get this Blu-ray movie as a Christmas gift in 2011 uh, from an ex, along with Pandorum and Drag Me to Hell. So that was a very eventful Christmas for me, getting those horror movies all on Blu-ray, yes. This episode, as always, is going to contain spoilers, so if you did, you know, maybe want to watch the episode, please don't continue listening so that you can go watch it and then, you know, come back and we can talk about it. If you'd rather hear about the movie and then, you know, I'll try not to spoil too many things, but, you know, let's let's buckle up and start this wild ride. The best films create strong opinions. And that's a quote from the director, Tom Six. Ebert had famously given this zero stars in his review and I wonder if that's why Tosh.0 had, you know, done this little excerpt on this movie. And that's why I heard about it. I don't know about you guys, but this is how I knew about this movie was watching his show and he talked about it. And I remember thinking, oh, I gotta, I gotta watch that. <laughs> like, I don't care how graphic it is. Clearly, if we can watch it, quote unquote, it's okay. So it's not as bad as whatever. The director himself is a little fucked. <laughs> fucked up in the head with ideas. I mean, anybody who would think to do a movie like this uh, is a little probably like messed up in the head, but all in good fun, right? All in good fun. This whole idea was also, you know, part of a World War II, excuse me, metaphor almost. You know, Nazis did horrible things to the people in the concentration camps, you know, that Dr. Mengel or other people had done to these people. And this movie also, the characters represent who was involved in World War II, Japanese, America, Europe, and then the German doctor who's doing all these awful things. This idea actually rooted from, I guess, a pedophile that, Tom Six had heard of getting a super light sentence, like I feel like we constantly hear. And he had suggested that it would be better punishment for, you know, these type of people to stitch his mouth to the ass of a truck driver. So I don't know, you know, we all say things like that when we're upset, you know, especially when it comes to children and things like that. But for some crazy reason, he then asked an ex-girlfriend of his to get on all fours and he took a picture of her, but then he photoshopped her into a human centipede prototype. I mean, I don't, I don't know where you would just want to do that. I mean, it gets a little curiosity. Some of us may think of some macabre things, but this just seems a little, a little odd. I guess some reasons why this movie hit hard with people, you know, with the reviews and how they felt about it. There's a lot of claustrophobia, the inability to speak, involuntary surgery, and eating someone else's poop. I mean, those are all things I feel like are valid for horror movies. I mean, look at The Visit. You know, that kid was a germaphobe, and then 
yeah, we all know what happens in that movie, which we can talk about it another time, but that's another great movie that also explains that side of people that is a fear. It's nothing violent, if you will, but it's a fear, you know. During the auditions of this movie, Tom Six, you know, explained to everybody once they got there and they were, you know, sitting down to do the audition, he explained the movie and 70% of the people walked out. You know, he also had showed them a picture, too, of his vision. So that probably maybe, like, set them over the top, you know. Uh, the two leads, the two women, um, as part of the human centipede, their real names are Ashley and Ashlyn. They were the bravest, quote-unquote. Tom was sure they thought he was a madman just because of his ideas. And most people had left, and I don't think he really anticipated, you know, hundreds of thousands of people wanting to audition for this. I don't know. <laughs> Thinking that he was, you know, he assumed that they thought he was a madman. And I mean, who hasn't had a crazy boss in their life? You know what I mean? I've definitely had some crazy bosses with inappropriate, you know, workplace behavior or the way that they've dealt with people, you know, whatever. But can you imagine being in your 20s, you know, starting out out of school, trying to be an actor and you land this as your breakout role? Yeah, that's that's a little rough. <laughs> um, but you know, they were also chosen because they stayed, <laughs> but they could also act with their eyes um, and express emotion, you know, which is very smart in, uh, in getting authentic reactions because this is what the movie needed, you know, and I never would have imagined that that's a specific requirement, but it makes sense considering for, you know, more than half the movie or whatever, they're not really speaking, and their mouths are well sewn into... Um, you know, Ashley had thought it was a snuff film because when she got there, especially during the surgery scene, I think she said everything seemed real. Like, very real. So they assumed that, like, oh, we're going to get killed. This isn't really acting. But obviously, it, it was a movie. But he also let them improvise, which, in my opinion helps with the authenticity of movies and especially reactions of people. You know, there are so many famous scenes in movies that are quote unquote unscripted or ad-libbed. One of the most famous ones, we'll go on a little tangent, um, in Aliens, when that creature comes out, or excuse me, Alien, sorry, the first one, when the creature comes out of the, the guy's chest, I mean, none of them knew <laughs> that that was going to happen. So you see everybody's reaction as obviously we would react if we saw that and we weren't expecting it. You know what I mean? So that I feel like is super important in getting people's attention in movies because it's very easy to throw horror movies off to the side for bad acting because it is usually a lot of newer actors or quote-unquote no name or people trying to struggle back in I definitely think that it's it's a good idea to improvise some scenes or ad lib or whatever you know what I mean to just you know get everybody a little more settled into quote-unquote some realness you know what I mean what we are shown in the movie you know, everybody's bandaged, they're wearing little shorts, there's prosthetic skin flaps um, to simulate being sewn into the other's anus, and they bite down on, like, a knob that's, like, somehow attached to the rear, you know, butt of the person in front of them, and it's so detailed as to how he set them up to be in that centipede. And I know this is getting a little graphic, but I just 
kind of assume they had socks in their mouths and there was like, you know, like some kind of flap over because, you know, they're bandaged. There's a lot of bandage in the movie. They are naked, but you don't really see anything. You know what I mean? Because they're wearing the shorts and the girls, yeah, like you see a little bit of their boobs, but there's nothing. It's not a main point of the movie like some horror movies when women are naked where you just see their boobs and that's why they're naked. This, I felt like, was way more raw and vulnerable for them to be in that spot. So, you know, it's just a little weird. There was also a massage therapist on set to help them, uh, actors, between shooting because they were in that centipede position for a while and there's a lot of, you know, action shots or scenes that they have to do. They crawl together a lot. They sleep together. They get up. They go upstairs. I mean, I can't imagine trying to act like that and be tied in a train like that. You know what I mean? Um, there were lots of fart jokes on set. I imagine a male dominated set for some reason. I can't imagine tons of women, but his sister actually helped him make the movie. So that's kind of, I guess it's a family affair for this one. (laughs) As far as, you know, like I keep saying, this movie's not very graphic and it's way tamer than I imagined. You know what I mean? The way Tasha described it, you know, I guess the, the big horror part of this movie is the idea of what this guy is doing and what he is capable of doing. You know, he lives in a secluded home. These things happen. And this is just like under the eye of nobody. So it's it's scary because it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's just, I don't know. I <laughs> It's just one of those one of those movies that I feel like shocked everybody when they really saw it. Um, And same thing with the actor, Ashley, you know, she didn't tell her family about the plot until they saw the movie and her dad was so mad. It took her years um, to truly forgive her, which is kind of sad. But at the same time, she had to kind of make a choice and she was safe and thankfully things were fine. You know what I mean? But, and I guess during the premiere also, there were a lot of people laughing uh, which I, I guess, I, you know, with, with horror, I guess comedy sometimes comes hand in hand. Some people laugh because of being nervous. Some people laugh because of the absurdity. And I think too, there are parts of this movie that are made to be absurd so that you don't feel that it's too real because I, I, I don't know. I definitely was not laughing when I watched this movie. I feel like I watched it like six in the morning because I was so scared. The hype that was set up for this movie was just so strong for me that I was very nervous, you know, and I guess during the premiere, like nobody really wanted to like look at the middle centipede because, or the middle of the centipede, excuse me. The movie starts out with a Rottweiler in a centipede that he made before this doctor kidnaps these people, these unsuspecting people. Yeah, because he kidnaps them because nobody willingly wants to be a part of this. Would you Would you sign up if somebody had an ad out that, hey, I'm going to make a human centipede? You want in? No, nobody's, nobody's going to say yes to that willingly. These girls, unfortunately, were traveling through Europe just being girls in their 20s. They were in Germany on their way to a club that some guys had invited them to. And this is kind of before GPS on your phone. You know, they get lost. They end up finding this guy's home and they get some quote unquote water. But you see that he actually 
you know, drugs them with rohypnol. And there's that famous line in that movie, <laughs> date rape drug. <laughs> um, he's a great, a great menacing actor in this for sure. This, uh, this, this German doctor. Then, you know, next thing you know, these girls are drugged and he, they wake up and they're strapped to some beds and there's a gentleman there that he had captured before them. So he was ready to put them together and he describes what he's going to do to them using an overhead projector like a teacher. And to me, honestly, it's much more scary having to imagine what he does rather than show you the gore. And this is probably, probably why no one was interested in this movie. Like, who wants to see someone's teeth pulled out, knee tendon severed, and have their mouth sewn under someone's butt? Thankfully, like, you don't really see much of the surgery or up-close shots of anything. So it's definitely a little bit better. It preserves the movie a little bit better, in my opinion, with that. One of the original men that you see didn't match the blood types of the other girls, which is lucky that two out of three, you know, friends, no less, were a match. Like, that's crazy, but that's great. Um, then he gets another man who he wants to be the lead of the centipede. And I'm, I'm starting to think that now he probably chose this Japanese man because he couldn't speak English or German. So that he didn't have to listen to him, complain to him, and he wouldn't know what he was saying, so it didn't really matter. But then, you know, after he tells them what they're going to do, and I think it's the next day, he, like, wakes them up and starts, like, drugging them to put them under for anesthesia. Lindsay escapes, which is one of the actresses, uh, or one of the characters in the movie, uh, one of the girls. And at least we're led to believe that she might, like, escape, actually, from this, like, horror. But then he catches her, and then the surgery begins. And like I said, it's extremely tasteful, and it showed just enough you know what I mean? Just enough of that detail and imagery. You know what I mean? Your mind is always going to create something a little more horrific. At least for me, it usually does. <laughs> I always assume things are going to be way more graphic than they are. I Especially horror. But nowadays I feel that now that I'm older, I kind of know what is acceptable for movies and ratings and things like that. Because of what I've already seen, you know. And especially on TV with Walking Dead, I feel like that opened up the door for not so many censored horror movies, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> But, you know, after he turns them into this human centipede, he treats them like an animal, he feeds them in a bowl, he crates them at night, taking them outside, commanding them to do things, and even though they can't speak or anything, and like I said, they're in excruciating pain because their tendons and their knees have been severed, but yet they have to, like, be on all fours. Like, this just doesn't seem like I would be walking right away, but, you know, maybe he has enough drugs, who knows. Um, and it kind of all comes to a head when the detectives show up because after Lindsay escaped, she went outside and she screams and the neighbors um, complained and called. They questioned the doctor and then I believe that they leave and I apologize, I can't exactly remember. Um, but they come back, uh, I think a couple days later, and they hear the people in the basement and one of the detectives ends up like creeping around and seeing them. And somehow they all get split up and they're in the pool area and the detective one of them gets shot by the doctor but then he shoots yeah he kills one of them the other one isn't shot fatally and he has like enough strength to shoot out a, a shoot around into the doctor's head and kill him so in the meantime you know all this had happened but the the, the front of the centipede had slit his throat and jenny the end dies from infection because duh there's fecal matter and germs and yeah duh of course there's infections <laughs> and then all that's left is the middle 
And then the movie ends. So that's it. That's all we get. Just this whole build up to what's going to happen. And then we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I guess maybe we can assume that she does die or we can assume that because the two cops are there and they won't be reporting back that maybe somebody would be able to be back in time. But in the meantime, those two bodies before and after her are dying and rotting and things like that. So I can't imagine that that would be good for her body. I don't know. It just seems like there's so much despair from the beginning of this movie. You know what I mean? And I was extremely shocked to find out that there was going to be a sequel. Because obviously, like, how do you create a sequel to that unless you're going to pick right up at the end of the first one and just keep going? Obviously... We aren't going to talk about the second and third human centipedes. First one's bad enough, okay? (laughs) No, I I did see the second and third one, and they are a little more graphic. Uh, There's a reason why those ones were really not screened and they went straight to DVD. They were way more misogynistic and disgusting as far as themes that were talked about and the dialogue. It just, I don't know. I didn't really appreciate that. You know what I mean? This one at least didn't really talk about women in a bad way per se. It just, I don't know. I feel like you'd have to see the second and third one if you can stomach it. Because those ones, we don't have to get into those, but those are way more graphic and they are longer centipedes. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, Yeah. But, you know, not many movies make me uncomfortable because of, graphics or gore or anything like that but this one kind of did but the second and third absolutely did so watch those if you must if you're like me and need to just watch the movie that people tell you not to watch just go do it it's fine it'll be fine (laughs) so remember it's a movie thanks again you know this was a nice quick chat about this movie because I thought I'd save you from the long episode from last time if you're still digesting that one But thank you so much for joining again this week. I'll try to be a little more vigilant about getting the episodes out once a week. Work's just been a little little crazy. It's okay, though. Hopefully things will be settling down and I can really focus on getting you guys a little more material and talking about some other fun things. And, you know, I know I missed Halloween. I totally tried to drop this on Halloween, so I apologize that I waited too long. But I hope the wait was worth it. And next time, if there's something you guys want to talk about, please shoot me a message. If there's a movie you think that I should check out, message me. Or if you think that there's something we should talk about, if there's a a topic of a movie, horror movie, that you think is important that we should talk about, let's. Even if it's just about the director of a movie, we can talk about that. This is, there's no limits of what I'm going to discuss. So if there's anything you guys would like to hear, that is even better. I am going to leave you with this quote from Wes Craven. Horror films don't create fear. They release it. Good night, kids.